small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Joining me today in the rock room is Mike Schmidt, the 40-year-old boy, and we are about to tackle our third and final round of the Dolly Parton Rockstar album. We are going to be going through the last 10 tracks, and let's get it going right now. So uh, this next one is a cover. No one is joining her on this. No one is featured on this cover. Let me make sure about that. Um, a lot of times there's a, there's a one-two punch of songs, like City of the Angels, like Feeling That Way goes into City of the Angels. This is one of those, it's a one-two punch, possibly the most famous one-two punch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Where it's well to me, like Heartbreaker, Live and Love and Made is is a famous one two yeah. punch. You know what I mean? It's uh, but it's the most famous one two punch of all. Yep, that's an interesting thing to say. All right, I'm excited to hear what it'll be. What you think that to be? All right. By the way, this is track twenty one, correct? This is track twenty one. All right, here we go. You'll know what I mean. Now you're not splitting ten, twenty, and thirty. No, I've paid my dues. Okay. Time after time. Okay. She's doing We Are the Champions into We Will Rock You instead of We Will Rock You into We Are the Champions. Yes. Like I was expecting here. But she's mixing it up. Yes, she is. All right. Which is a mistake. (laughs) And bad mistakes. Right there. I'm going to jump ahead and see how she goes into We Will Rock You from here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Sing any of the other words. She might. The song's almost over. I can see the time. I want to see. Oh, she's not going to do Buddy, We're a Boy? No. I I wish she, if she, instead of Buddy, I wish she'd say Sister. Oh, boy. Sister. Okay. Um, That's a waste of time. Well, I'll tell you this. I've heard it. That I did hear because she did it at halftime of the the football game. This is kind of a waste of time. And it was a lip sync. Yeah. It's It's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, And that's a. I will say this, man, the balls to cover Freddie and Robert Plant and Ann Wilson. She's not fucking shying away from taking no, on big, no. big vocalists. You no, know what I mean? Not at all. Uh, I, there are a million different Freddie songs she could have done that would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but but still, that's fine. It was just a straight ahead. I, th- I think, again, she got a little hung up on the rock star. A lot of rock. We will rock you. A rock yeah. this. We'll rock that. You know? Yeah. And because there are plenty of, of there's m- so many more interesting songs in his catalog mm-hmm. that she could have done and would have fucking slayed. Well, we got a new song right now written by Parton and Wells. Before you move on, Pat. Yeah. Flipping the page. Page one is done. 
Page one is done. It only fit 21 tracks of notes. All right. So there you go. We got nine more tracks to go. Now, on your Patreon, do I sign this and some lucky bidder gets it? Is that how that works? (laughs) Sure. I think that's the way it should work. We did that last time, and then I came across the things we signed like a year later, (laughs) threw them in the trash. (laughs) This song is called Bygones. All right. Yeah, that hurt like really deep. Like, I mean, I know it's just because again, I'm thinking like, hey, your fans like everything, don't they? No, sir. They don't like any of your stuff. However, Bygones. they'll buy some shit book from the fucking guy who played, <laughs> hung out with the Guess Who for an hour. They'll buy that book on a Patreon unboxing shit old thing. Are you ready? Yep. What's this? This is written by Parton and Wells. Let me write it down. It's mm. called Bygones. Let me write down the name Kent Wells. He belongs on both pages. We have circle them up. We have three people helping out on this one. Guitar is going to be handled by John Five. For real? Yes. That's crazy. All right. Bass is going to be handled by Nikki Six. Oh no! So we got six and five. This isn't real. And joining her on vocals to Pac Vince Neil. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The metal god himself. No. Rob Halford. This isn't real. Yes, it is. It's called Bygones. Wow. All right. Uh, this one, I'm. This is now we're getting into Pat Boone territory. I'm interested to hear what they do. Because John Five fucking shreds. So is my wife. Oh. This sounds like Priest. But Parton and Wells wrote this? Come on. Can you forgive me? It's true I've made mistakes, but so have you. It's just so unfair. The way you hurt me Cut so deep I don't think I can heal You just leave me bare when you break a trust, it's painful To find the one you love's no angel When respect is gone, the biggest part of love goes to I'm sorry, so sorry How long must you punish me? Why can't we just move on? Mike? Well, that's a song I want to hear the whole thing. I'm excited to, to listen to the rest of it and hear yeah. how it goes. Uh, that is completely good. Again, complete balls, because that is absolutely out of whatever comfort zone she could have possibly envisioned for herself for her life. That is not anything she would sing. And she wrote it. Yeah. And and I thought, again, did a great job. It, it sounds like... It sounds like if there was some cartoon and like Satan had a pet rabbit, you, you know what I mean? Like a little r- cute rabbit side. Like, you know what? That was a song the Grinch would write. And she's the little dog who has to go ahead and tell the song. Like, you know what I mean? She's the, she's the outlier. She shouldn't be in that field of evil. And yet there she is. And she's holding it down and doing a great job. And and the best part is if she had recorded that in 1985. Can you imagine the leather outfit she would have put together oh my to wear God. for that fucking Incredible. thing? Oh my God. Incredible. Um, uh, was that was that a song I would buy or I'm going to go, I can't wait to hear bygones again. Eh, probably not. But I want to hear the whole thing all the way through. Yeah. Good on Halford for not trying to do non Halford things anymore because he can't hit the notes. He yeah, can't. it's hard. Um, and let her be the high person. And he comes in with the demonic, the you know, the, the lower register. So good for him. I'm, I'm you know, I don't love it. It's not anything I'd buy, but I thought it, it's it's definitely got a place on this album. And I thought they did a good job. If you're going to make an album called Rockstar, uh, that was a rock song. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Rock Solid peeps. This past week, I've been revisiting some of the Cars albums and it reminded me of a book that came out a couple of years ago called Let's Go, Benjamin Orr and the Cars, written by Joe Milliken, forward by David Spiro. Let me tell you about this book. This is a fantastic book. It was a decade in the making, and Joe interviewed over 100 people, including Ben's Cars bandmates, Greg Hawks, and drummer David Robinson. 
Both of those guys knew Ben throughout his life, and the book also includes several never-before-published photos of Ben, courtesy of the people Joe interviewed. Now, you can still get the book. You can order Let's Go through the publisher, Roman and Littlefield, or by visiting Joe's website, www.benorbook.com. That's B-E-N-O-R-R-B-O-O-K.com. However, Joe also has personalized copies of his book available in which he also includes a few extra book promotional items as well. To order a personalized copy directly from Joe, he can be reached at benorbook at gmail.com. Again, benorbook at gmail.com. Look, if you're a Cars fan and you want to know more about Ben Orr, get this book. Let's go. Now back to the show. All right, now. This is where we digress a little bit. Okay. There's a brand new Judas Priest album coming out in 2024 called Invincible Shield. Let's hear a little bit of the first two tracks they've released. This one is called Trial by Fire. Of course it is. So far, what do you think? (laughs) Whatever. I got the lyric video on so I can sing along. I'm just I'm just waiting for the bad part. That's good. Huh? I'm just waiting for him to ruin it. Yes. 2023, Mike, give us your impression of Trial by Fire. I, I, it's fine. It, it, I'm, I'm very pleased that he didn't try to hit crazy high notes because he can't do it anymore. And, it, and, and that totally changes. Everything. Here's the thing. I'm colored uh, by a recent vision. They had a uh, thing here. A couple of years ago, they had a concert in the desert. Mm-hmm. And it was like Paul McCartney and the who and Fleetwood Mac and the stones. Like mm-hmm. it was one, it was a crazy three days. Yeah. So this year they did the same thing. They did a metal version. Yeah. And the first night was ACDC and Judas priest. Mm-hmm. Second night was guns and roses and iron maiden. Yeah. And then the third night was tool and Metallica. Yeah. I wanted to see tool and Metallica so bad. Well, here's the thing. Um, all of their full sets are on YouTube. People in the audience filmed them. You can watch, you can watch the complete the whole sets. Thing. Yes. And, uh, the Judas Priest set is rough. He's He has a lot of trouble with the high notes. Now, is it as rough as the ACDC set? It is not. The ACDC set, if, if you're an ACDC fan and you're like, they should play the Super Bowl, they're going to tour, they're amazing. Uh, go watch this. Because yeah. about 15 songs in, he's done. And they do 25 songs. Yeah. Well, uh, Eddie Trunk is saying there has to be ACDC. How could there not be ACDC shows in 2024. Right. Well, I can tell you how. Yes. There shouldn't be. Yeah. The, the, one of the guys died and then the singer mm. can't sing. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, and I don't, it's just like, there's no, as we've talked about this a million times, don't retire if you're a rock star. You, you, I understand that. But if Angus wants to put together a gang of hot shots and go out of somebody else, you know what I mean? Right. I, I guess I get it. But, but Brian Johnson is done. He is, he cannot sing. And Rob Halford, though he, you know, he can pull off the malevolence and he can walk around and be the guy, but it's not like, if you remember him from the eighties when he could literally split your eardrums with yes. fucking songs, yeah. you just, it's depressing to watch to hard. Sometimes like I can, you know, we go see Rick Springfield and my buddy makes fun of me all the time. He's like, Oh, is he toned down like four registers? I'm like, yeah, probably, but I still love the songs. Yeah. So people who love priest still love the song. Yeah. But I find because that, you know, the cardio 
and and the effort needed to do these songs live is ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't even talk. So you <laughs> talk. I'm going to talk. talk. I'm going to talk. <clears throat> so coming up, Mike, I have another Judas Priest song for you. Idiot. I couldn't talk. <laughs> I like, I literally gave you the hand like Phil. Cause I can't say anything. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. It's in my throat. All right. <clears throat> Calm down. Well, you know what? You might be having <clears throat> what this song is called. Judas Priest <clears throat> panic attack. <laughs> Here it comes, Mike. From the album Invincible Shield. (laughs) Coming in 2024. New Priest. Halford on vocals. Tipton on guitars. Faulkner on guitars. Jason Faulkner? Ian Hill, bass guitars. Scott Travis drums. This is Panic Attack from Judas Priest. Priest. You sure this isn't the same song? It's a different song. A lot of build up to these songs. tell you that's gonna be my treadmill tunes uh playlist right there <laughs> well that that one was better than the first that one, one was better yeah, yeah yeah i again but just for me you know there i so i have that thing in my head where it's like and again he didn't try to sing high so that's good good yeah. for him he's not trying to sing high and that's that's key now mike is it going to be better than the new saxon song no way for our soul. This is called Hell, Fire, and Damnation. Into eternity, fought between heaven and hell. Light versus dark. Is this a myth or is it true? The oldest tale on earth. The prophecy of hell, fire, and damnation. Sounds like the last song. This is Saxon. I know. They they only know how to do one thing. want to say this i'm playing this from youtube and i want to tell you that the blues rocker 007 says proud fan since 1979 the fact that it's 2023 and there's a new saxon album is fantastic biff byford still has it mike good for him good for them if you love something love it now i'm forcing you to do something because you're doing this you're going off the board so i'm making you play something what i don't have time go to apple music all right, I'm there. Go to your Apple Music. Look okay. for a band called Local H. You're going to find the song High Fiving Emmerfer. Because if you want to hear like an evil, sinister opening to a fucking song and a guitar riff, I'm going to make you listen to this. Okay. And this is Two Dudes. Okay. 
poet. That's the riff, but it, it's right. supposed to build up. It drops me in wherever it drops me. That's a good one. That's a good one. It opens up. With, it opens up with the drum going boom, boom, and then just this feedback until it segues into the riff. Then you go blick and blick and blick. It does not, John Bizarre. All right. All right. Uh, it has, and so there's a live video of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody wants to see it, it's on. Uh, go search local H, high five and motherfucker, Cabaret Metro 1998, Jesus. and it is on YouTube, and it is fucking. It'll tear you apart. If you want to beat somebody up, watch it. Actually, if you want to kill somebody, watch it before you go out. It's so fucking good. All right, Mike, coming up next. Track, Are we back to Dolly? Track 23. Is Dolly on with Saxon? Dolly wrote this song. <laughs> it's actually a cover of one of her own songs called My Blue Tears. And she's going to be joined on this by Bruf Bruford. Simon LeBon. Oh. What are those two going to sound like? I don't know. And I don't know if this is rock. I don't know either. My what? Name again? My Blue Tears. Writing it down. People can hear it. So did she work, rework it? I don't know. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. There, hey, Sasha Flute's back. Fly away from my window, little bluebird. Little bluebird. Fly as far as you can away from here. I don't think LeBon's going to mesh with her voice. Letting out your song fall upon my ear. Go spread your blue wings. I'll shed my blue tears. (laughs) For the one that I have loved, he has left me. It sounds like an Irish funeral song. Where's LeBon? For to hear your sad song. He's barely there. And bring not your light into my dark gloom, yellow sunshine. Raise not your warmth from the coldness in here. I like him just solo on this. Boy. Right, Simon LeBond surprised me. Well, that sounded like Dolly was like, hey, I'm tired of all this rock and roll business. <laughs> Let's rework one of my songs so I can sing that. And uh, I almost wish you hadn't told me it was Simon LeBond because I would have known instantly it was Simon LeBond. He sounded great. Yeah, he did sound great. Uh, and he sounded like him. You know what I mean? Where you could, yeah. like, again, like I said with Cronin, it could have been anybody, but that, it was like, I'd be like, holy shit, that's Simon LeBond. That was pretty cool. All right. Now, I wish she would have done Rio. Yeah. Because I, I would just love to hear her say the phrase cherry ice cream smile. I would have been, it would have been fucking amazing. I would like to hear her do guys on film. Oh. Guys guys on film. All right. This next song, <laughs> this is an odd choice for me because I like this song, but I find that a lot of people hate this next song. It seems to be very divisive. People either love this song or hate it. Tears in Heaven? No. Okay. No one likes that song. No, uh, nobody does. Okay. The, the death of, of Connor Clapton is mitigated by the fact he never had to hear that song. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, she's joined on this song with the singer and songwriter, Linda Perry. Love Linda Perry. 
Every time, whenever she comes up, I tell the story. So I, I won't this time. But. Okay. This, <laughs> they're doing a version of What's Up. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, it is. Okay, good. Do you like that song? Yes, very much. I do too, but some people hate this song. Uh, I, I will tell you, I bought the album like when it came out. And the rest of the album is funny because it's nothing like What's Up. Um, Four non-blondes. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I, I'm excited because Linda Perry can fucking sing her ass she off. She can. Let's see. And is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Oh, your story. <laughs> Boy, you know what? She's going to fucking destroy this song. I mean, she's going to kill it. Dolly? Yes. <laughs> this, this could have been written for her. It's going to be so now, good. What's the first line? 25 years. You think she's going to up the years on this? She's going to say like 55 years? Ooh, what do you think? And my life is still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet she says her age. All right, let's I bet she says out. her actual age. That's a good question. Let's find out. I'm excited. All of these years and my life is still Just trying to get up that great big hill of hope for a destination I realized quickly when I knew I should that the world was made up of this brotherhood of man for whatever that means this is gonna be it and so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all what's in my Perry just back there ready to destroy everything. The highs on this album were extremely high. That's so good, dude. That was so good. I got chills on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. But in, in that chorus, when you hear Linda Perry and the and Linda Perry literally holding back because you know she could blow the whole fucking place yeah. out. Yeah, so good. Uh, that was great. I heard she's wonderful. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, that's that one was great too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 really happy that found its way into the album, onto the album, and then yeah, I, was, I thought version. that was a, an odd choice of a song, but a straight another straight, straight cover up. that just sounded fucking great. Do you think that Dolly will sound good singing with Sheryl Crow and Emmy Lou Harris? I don't think there's any doubt about it. I I would think didn't she do an album with Emmy Lou Harris? She did an album with Ronstadt and Emmy Lou Harris. Okay, yeah. Uh, now, Linda's unable to sing right now because of health, so right. otherwise it might have been a, a trio's reunion. Because that's have, what that was called, trio. And now, have we lost Linda Ronstadt? No, no, no. Okay, no, good. No. I think she has one of those things like Parkinson's or something. Sure. So, you know. Um, now, this is a song that Van Halen actually covered on Van Halen 2. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I know what that is, and I'm going to start writing it down. Well, oh, you've got it. I assume it's the same song. No, it is. If they get the Ronstadt version, then yes. Feeling better now that we're through. Oh, yeah. Feeling better because I'm over you. I learned my lesson and left a scar. Now I see how you really are You're no good, you're no good, you're no good Baby, you're no good I'm gonna say it again You're no good, you're no good, you're no good Baby, you're no good I broke a heart that's gentle 
best part, actually. A little breakdown. It's quite an adventurous uh, song for Van Halen to cover. And they on did their second album. Yeah, they did a weird version of it too. Yeah. Like I, it's, you know, well, here's why, you know, Ted Templeman was of the firm belief that if you covered a hit, you had at least one guaranteed hit on your album. Well, that's a good idea. That was his philosophy. He, yeah. he was always like, he pushed for bands to do that. He was like, I want you to do, because he did it he, with his band when he was younger. Yeah. If you cover a, a true proven hit, then everything else you can build around it because you know you've got an anchor. You know you have true. one solid hit song which if i was a band i'd be kind of like hey fuck you you don't think our other 10 songs are good you know what i mean i get a (laughs) little weird but it was a philosophy that he always brought into producing if you if you cover one tried and true bomb monster hit Mm -hmm. you've got that and that'll you'll print money with that and then everything else is you know you'll sell albums just on that and then they'll find the rest of your stuff and if it's good you'll hook them with that true so that was always his philosophy so it doesn't shock me that that van halen wound up doing it so by the way um the night Dolly got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yes. so did Simon LeBon, so did Rob Halford. Oh my goodness! Um, so these people, you know, are you know maybe she approached them that night. Could it well, be? she said it from stage. Yeah. And the next two people, husband and wife. They well, wait, all right. Well, real quick. Whoa. What did you think of your No Good? I liked it. I thought I, th- yeah. I thought it was a good cover. I mean, I, I like that song. I like Linda's version. I like Van Halen's version. It's a song I like. And they didn't do anything new with it, but no, they sounded good. She was born to sing it, yeah. clearly. And it's also, it is, to me, uh, you mentioned Van Halen's cover. It's a woman's song. Yeah. Especially in that chorus part with the with the harmony. It is absolutely a woman's song yeah. to sing. And so that version there was beautiful. I dug it. I thought it was real good. Because men are bad. Well, and sure. So that's why a woman has to sing it. Men are awful. Yeah. They're just terrible and hairy and they smell. They're no good. They're no good. No good. Those men are no good. Mr. You're no good. Are you going to say it again? I'm going to say it again. <laughs> all right. So this husband and wife duo also got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that night. George Dean and Jerry Rafferty? No. Okay. Benatar and Gerald. Oh, wait a minute. So Hit Me With Your Best Shot is a bonus track. But what this, this one, be? I know. Don't tell me. Hold on. You going to guess? In a second, as soon as I write down Pat Benatar... If you say Shadows of the Night, you're wrong. <laughs> I would like to hear Dolly sing We Belong, though. Oh, she'd crush it, dude. All right. It's IR. It's Neil Giraldo. Um, I would love to hear Hell is for Children, my own self. All right. Let's find uh, out. Well, no. Well, well, that wasn't the guess. No, of course not. Mike, that's she wrong. would never sing that. All right. Uh, so hit me with your best shot as a bonus track, right? Yes. Well, holy fuck. I'm going to say this. I'm going to guess it. It's not it. But if it is it, I'm going to go crazy. If it's Heartbreaker, I'm going to lose my mind. So I'm saying it's Heartbreaker. <laughs> All right. I hate to disappoint. Oh. Love of the Battlefield? You're a heartbreaker. Whoa! <laughs> Dream maker. Love taker. Don't you mess around. No, no, no. Hell yeah. Oh, this song takes balls. She better fucking... Don't fucking half-ass it. That still sounds pretty good too. Well, I all right. Look, that I mean that song needs balls. <laughs> I thought she held back. I, I, yeah, I do too. And I, again, and she was back in the mix a little bit on this one. Yes, and and I think held back because she's you know this had this was a physical thing. Because that is a song that you got a belt, like fucking belt. Like Pink could do it. Right, right. Oh, no doubt. Forget it. It would be ridiculous. No doubt would be great at it. I don't know about Gwen. Um, but yeah. But I mean, again, true cover. 
sounded yeah. good. Yep. Uh, but that's that's another song. You know what? Too, I will say this. That's another song where Dolly's inherent sweetness and lovability uh, gets in the way. Yeah. Like I hate myself for loving you. Right. Which is a gritty, grimy, down in the dirt kind of song with a sneer. Heartbreaker absolutely is a fuck you with a sneer song. And she's, that's not the artist she is. Hey, Joan, don't you just hate it when you love somebody so much? You just let them treat you the the way you want to. Sure do, Dolly. Makes me hate myself. You're still talking? <laughs> and I hate it when I hate myself. Now, I, I love uh, I love Heartbreaker, and I loved it when I was a kid, and then it's one of those things where you just kind of forget it because it's like it's on right. all the time. Yeah. Uh, did you see Nobody with Bob Odenkirk? Yeah, yeah. When he gets in that car and he fucking peels out and he just pushes the cassette in yeah. and it just starts playing it. Yeah, and I was perfect. like, holy, f- that's, and it rebrought it into my life. Yep. I immediately added it to playlists and it fucking, <laughs> when it comes on, I go crazy. It's so I know. good. I know. And not a song that they wrote either. They did not write that. No. Uh, Jeff Gill and Cliff Wade making some mailbox money. Good for those guys. Uh, can you imagine those guys are like, wait, well, what? That, that's going to be on the Dolly Parton album too. How are you? Yeah, no kidding. The money they're getting. Now, why don't we get a Jeff Gill and a Cliff Wade on the show on the Rock Solid show? <laughs> talk, talk to those fellas. How do you know? They might have written a whole catalog. They could be the Lieber and Stoller of rock that you'd have you no idea you've never heard of. Guess who's going to join her on this next song? Burton Cummings. You don't know me, but oh. I'm your <laughs> I thought it was good for guessing Burton Cummings because you said, guess who's joining him? Uh, all right. Well, that's good. So is it, is it, is it Rick Moranis? Jesus is just all right with me. (laughs) Make sure you pair up with a buddy. (laughs) The greatest sketch of all time. Uh, this song is written by Dolly. I, I imagine it's a reimagining of one of her old songs. It's called Bittersweet. I know Mm. nothing about it. Michael McDonald, I don't know what he sounds like in 2023. Well, I will tell you this. She is clearly fading on the rock part late. (laughs) She is. Because these next, uh, the next one, I uh, well, let's go. Bittersweet. But I mean, you're no good, my blue tears, whatever this is going to be. Cold gray nights so long ago when I was not so strong. Is it time to say hello or say goodbye? Couldn't count the countless times that we have tried Do we try to try again or take defeat? Either way, it's bittersweet I like the song. It sounds like a meatloaf song. We love each other, that's no question No Who the fuck is that? But hate each other when we don't fight for We do fight Wait a minute. Pause it. Mom, can we get some Michael McDonald? Ah, we got Michael McDonald at home. (laughs) That's just, I mean, that's not Michael McDonald. That's, no, that's if you buy Michael. that? If you buy Michael McDonald from Wish, this is what shows up at your door. Jesus. In that meme type thing. Uh, yeah, no, that's that is a guy who can't effortlessly do it anymore. No, so he's got to push. So look, enjoy your yacht, on, enjoy your yacht rock station. Oh yeah, and the classic Michael McDonald because yeah. this that guy does not have it. It's well, I mean, he sounds even, like Michael McDonald. I don't think he does. No, because here's my thing: he sounds like Michael McDonald trying hard to sing, whereas before it was effortless. Boy. He just opened his mouth and that's how he sang. Well, now he has to find that, and so he has to push, and it changes his whole delivery. But it still sounds like Michael McDonald to me, just not the effortless Michael McDonald we've heard in the past. Let's hear a little bit of the, what's the opposite of effortless? (laughs) Struggling Michael McDonald. Sweating. To say the least, it's bittersweet. It sounds terrible. That's good. I've heard this song. The passion and the tenderness now fade before. Another problem is uh, this is not a high effort song. No. So it should be, you know, she's in the microphone. She's very intimate. And then he comes in bellowing 
in a song that is not a bellowing, blasting, hit the back of the arena and, song. Because he needs to do that to hit his his voice. Yeah. And she doesn't need to sing with someone on every song either. You know what I'm saying? Well, she did. Like, it's not a duets album. No, but but maybe she was like, hey, you know, I've always wanted to work with Michael McDonald. And unfortunately, she missed her window, so she had to call this guy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm going to say at least 20 some <laughs> songs have guests. Yeah. But that's, but this was an event. I mean, you know, she planned it this way yeah. and quite frankly, this may be the last thing she ever records. Do you think there's going to be a rock star part two album? Not if you're, if you're 77, you don't know what you're having for breakfast the next day. <laughs> you're literally, you're literally buying, you know, like uh, you're hoping you will get by two pieces of bread just in case you die. You know what I mean? It's like your life becomes so much smaller at that age. You don't know me, but I'm not mine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Now, now she's, she's going, oh. that was rough. But... I forget what song this guy's famous for. On this song, she's singing with Ronnie McDowell. Okay. What he, was his hit? Uh, ooh la la. Isn't that him? I don't know. Am I wrong? No, Ronnie McDonald is the Elvis guy. Yes. Holy shit, he's the Elvis guy. What does he do? Does he sing like Elvis? Yes, that, he's the voice of Elvis in the TV movie with Kurt Russell. Okay. Yeah. So that explains the song then when I read Toomey it. Because Toomey would, like, because there's several guys who did it. Okay. Okay. Rick Saucedo was an impersonator, but Ronnie McDowell was the guy they called when they wanted somebody to record like Elvis. Okay. Okay. Ooh, this, I'm excited. This song was written by Dolly and it's called I Dreamed About Elvis. Oh my word. He's going to come in. Um, he might just do the spoken, the spoken word part. And it's Ronnie McDowell and the Jordan Ayers are still alive. That's, that is not, that doesn't make any sense at all. So they're going to be on this song uh, about Elvis. Well, I will tell you this again. Think about that TV movie about Elvis with Kurt Russell. I think that's 1979. Yeah. So that's when Ronnie McDowell was the go-to guy for Elvis. All right. That's 44 years ago. Let's so we'll see what he's got. And this is called I Dreamed About Elvis. Let's hear it. Here we go. I'm excited. Take me out of my Didn't take a suitcase. I had to travel like I climbed down my bedroom window It was just about quarter past midnight Steinman write this? I hitched a ride, I was heading way This is me, Lou. Oh, okay, all right. This is called Elvis in Vegas. I knew it. <laughs> Just outside of Memphis. <laughs> I was wild out on the road. But it's written by Bon Jovi and Desmond Child. Well, they tried to say it literally. They, they bought a Jim Steinman Mad Libs. <laughs> when else could I play this? <laughs> We gotta wait till he sees Elvis. <laughs> I saw Elvis in Vegas. Okay, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. I'm proud of myself because I was like, it's Diamond, right? This, and I was about to say, it sounds like Meatloaf, and you go, this is Meatloaf. All right, here we go. I, I thought McDowell was doing a voice before he I did know. Elvis. I was like, oh, hey, hey, Fonz. Oh, and I said, really? 
And then he said, you're about 60 years too old for me. Hmm. 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 All right. Uh, that's a fun ditty, uh, you know, but I, I, I can care less about that one. That's a skip for me. That's a complete skip. That was fantastic. <laughs> that's a no. No, it was. I don't like it. No, here's why. Uh, it's song 20, what is it, 8? Might be 28. Song 28. Uh, it's a palate cleansing sorbet. <laughs> okay. It is not rocket, and it is. You know what it brought to the. You know what that brought to the table? Nothing. <laughs> no, it brought what what made Dolly Parton famous. PG sexiness. All right. Cute, flirty, PG giggly Dolly Parton, who had that. You know, like the body for sin, but then the the little girl sensibility. All right. That totally brought that to that song. Now, do I need a giggling old man being Elvis? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because it was it was catchy, and she was having a fucking blast. Because in some of these other songs you can hear where she's kind of trying to get through it or she's making herself push or, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're out of her element. That was wheelhouse for her. And you could hear the difference in how comfortable she was. All right. I'm on board. Will I ever listen to it again? I will not. <laughs> but it was needed. You needed this, that blast of, because you know who that was? That was Dolly Parton. That wasn't Dolly Parton experimenting with rock and roll. That was silly, goofy, fun Dolly Parton. And that was, that was needed. You needed that on this album somewhere. Right. Particularly at the end, it made sense because it's a sorbet. I did not like it. I hear you. I'll continue to say I do not like it. Which is fine. I would not purchase the single. I will never listen <laughs> to it again. But it was absolutely needed, and I welcomed it where it, it, it in that slot. It was perfect. It's a perfect placement. Good for you, Kent Wells. This next song, Mike. Yes. Is written by one of the greatest, if not the greatest, oh pop rock songwriting duo of all time. Oof. Oh, I already had Jagger and Richards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is it going to be it's got McCartney Lennon? Yes. Which would be the greatest of all time, quite yes. frankly, in yeah. my opinion. Okay. So le- this is this is a Lennon and McCartney composition. Okay. Let me tell you who's gonna help out on this song. Alrighty. Mick Fleetwood. Nice. Peter Frampton. Oh boy. Ringo Starr. And Sir Paul McCartney. Okay, I think I know what it is. What do you think it is? Uh, a little help from my friends. Well, she's had a lot of help from friends on this. Right. So let's find out what happens with this tune. Ballsy. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me Speaking words of wisdom, let it be Let it be, let it be, let it be This is such a smart choice. And when the broken-hearted people living in the world, Mick Fleetwood is credited with additional production. Let it be. For though they may be parting, there is still a chance. Paul McCartney, eighty-one. Yeah, he's the old man in the room. He's the old man in the room. Uh, I, I again. Smart, smart, smart to find a song she could find a spiritual base in and and interpret it that way. You know what I mean? And and again, it's a classic. It's you know, it's not just some bullshit spiritual thing. It's again one of the greatest songs of all time from the greatest band of all time. Yeah. So uh it makes sense that they're on here. Yeah. Um I'm sure they were thrilled to do it. Paul's thrilled to do anything at this point. He's in fucking what it is for he's doing the new spinal tap movie. I was like, what the fuck? Um <laughs> all right. He's, I'm, I, I'm, I have no hope for that. We'll see what oh, happens. Come on. And comedy sequels are never good. Right. Name me one good one. Well, I, I, I felt, did like Horrible Bosses too. I, I never saw the first either. Come on. I never saw Hot Tub Machine 
to I saw the hot tub time machine. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. I never watched it. I watched it during the pandemic because yeah. Bridget said to do it. And I'm like, okay. And it was incredible. Yeah, it's really funny. It's so funny. I'm not watching two. No. But we but know. Spinal Tap 2 again. Like I because I all right, again, heresy and whatever the fuck. I thought the Christopher Guest movies ran out of fucking steam. You know what I mean? I I mean, Best in Show is fantastic. Uh and then the I like one, Waiting for Guffman. That the actor one? Yeah. Another great one. And I never saw the other. I never I don't think I've even seen the others. Yeah. So so um, yeah. I mean Anyone who's hopeful. The one about the folk band or whatever I didn't I didn't even watch. Uh a mighty wind. Yeah. yeah. Look like we would like that though. Boy, I just don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a smart choice and again a straight cover and done well. I will say this again, because these songs are so familiar to us, that piano sounds wrong. I know it's not wrong. It's playing the right notes. It's just a different room tone or yes, something yeah. because it just doesn't They're not sound, in Abbey Road. Right. It doesn't sound correct. No. But uh but she sounded great. And, yeah. and again, and I'm sure at some point McCartney comes in and, and he was in, he was in was there he the backup. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, it was good. I dug it. I didn't All right. With it. Here's what we're closing it out with. Okay. This is big. A 10 minute and 45 second song is, is closing it out. It's going to be hooked on 45s. It's going to be one of those things like a medley. Earlier, I asked you to name the most iconic rock song of all time. And you said Stairway to Heaven. I did. What would maybe number two be? Oh Jesus! Um, Layla, which uh, you know I'm thinking because of the length, possibly. Um, again, it can't be the Beatles because we just had the Beatles. Right? Because you're so you're thinking in those terms: Stones, Beatles. Uh, I'm thinking radio. I'm thinking uh, you're at a concert and someone yells. Not at- Freebird. Good for her. Ten minutes, forty five seconds. on this song by the Artemis Pyle band as well as Leonard Skinnerd. Just so you know. Just so you know. Um, A ballsy move. Yes. For the last track. 
we went from I dreamed about Elvis, skippable, into Let It Be and Freebird. Yeah. Um, born to sing that song. Yeah. You could hear it in her tone. You could hear her singing it. And it is, it is, she found again, found the spiritual place in there by adding the chorus, the little, little gospel chorus mm-hmm. back behind her. And, uh, and also brought to bear her age. Uh, I must be traveling on now if I leave here tomorrow, like if I'm gone, interpreted in a way where it could mean death. Mm-hmm. And true, to, and true. to use that as the the final punctuation mark on the album, if it is the, her last recorded work, that's her farewell. Brings poignancy and heft to it. I think. Uh, I love it. I think it's a great choice, and I'm excited to hear the rest of it. All right. Yeah, I dug it. I I thought that was a real good choice, especially to close the. Because it's funny when you said to me, you're like iconic song or whatever like that. Like I would have never guessed Freebird. No. And also, here's my favorite part, too. She picks Freebird, and everybody else is like, oh, Freebird! It's become a punchline. Right. It's a fucking amazing song. It's a great song. song. It's a great song. And and I will just say, Leonard Skinner does not get the respect they fucking deserve, because they they have, their catalog is ridiculous. And their songs are so good, and they're such talented musicians, and uh, and had attitude and sneer and musicianship, and just and for, wrote hooks for fucking days. Almost as good as Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight with you. I fucking love Molly no, Hatchet. No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> look, 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 what's, look what's over there on the top, right under the bangle. Oh, down. nice. Okay, dude, follow the peacemakers. I remember just in high school listening to that and fucking yeah, you know, there there are these moments I always say that are iconic rock and roll moments. Yeah. And in songs when you hear them. And uh the replacements covered Black Diamond by Kiss. Mm-hmm. And they open up with the banner down or down and down, gung, 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 gung. And you know how Paul says, hit it? Right. Okay. Mm. Well, when the replacements, when that part happens in the replacement song, it, with the drumsticks, it goes, kick, kick, kick. And Paul Westberg just goes, he sniffs into the microphone and then, and it's so rock and roll, like we don't even fucking care. <laughs> and in, in Flirting with Disaster, the whistle in the middle of the solo is one of those fucking moments. The, the, like that in the middle of everything. Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. It is, it is a rock and roll fucking Is it a mistake? Post. Is it meant to be? Either way, it lives there. I don't care. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's just, and again, it's one of those rock and roll moments you don't, it, it's so iconic that I do it in the middle of the solo and you can still rock in America for Night Ranger. Because there's almost like a dual solo, yeah, like yeah. boom, boom, and I just in my brain I always whistle in the middle of that solo where the break is. When you play it, uh, yeah, I'm a home. You know me jamming, yeah, on, a on two guitars. <laughs> what um, what's your favorite of these final twenty? Okay, of the final twenty, hold on, let me get this all out here. Um, I, there clearly is. Well, hold on, two, four, six, eight. We went, we so we did the first ten and bailed. Right. Don't let, this, don't, don't let the sun go down. We went to lunch. Yeah. We don't did. let the sun go down on me is the best song in this entire album. That version good. is fucking ridiculous. Um, I, I think that's fantastic. I think the version of what's up is fantastic mm-hmm. uh, for what it is. I enjoyed, I dreamed about Elvis. I think it belonged here as a silly, playful thing where, you know, again, again she's doing, let it be in Freebird for fuck's sake. So <laughs> why not lighten the load a little bit there? And she did a nice job. Uh, and and for me, tried to rock and roll me with Melissa Etheridge was also a highlight here of the last twenty songs. And and by the way, they're they're, you know, I I dug her I mean, night moves is a little iffy or whatever. Let me find it here. Heart of Glass was great. Yeah, her, her part of Keep on Loving You is fucking great. Uh, Stairway to Heaven, I thought they did a a really bang up job on it. But what's up? I thought Simon Lebon and her on My Blue Tears. It was a little incongruous. They weren't. It doesn't sound like they were singing together. Right. But I liked the song and I liked both their vocal parts. They were in the room <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah. Heartbreaker's amazing. You're No Good is, a, again, born to sing it. Straight cover, three girls, three women. Incredibly talented women. The Queen is probably the worst, maybe. It's a bad choice because there are so we many are other interesting things. Rocky. Yeah, but but she might have even known she was doing that halftime football show, so why not? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, for me, because I mean, I almost don't want to hear... We will rock you where the champions by Queen anymore, <laughs> right? You know, I I only like it because it takes me to a place as a kid listening to FM radio when they would play them back to back. You know what I mean? But but I can't. I mean this this whole project is a fucking huge success as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean I don't know if it's selling. I imagine it is. I people are curious. What I think, sells? I think there's a curiosity about it, so sure. people are buying it. I mean, look, I I didn't get the files for free. I down I paid and downloaded yeah. it through iTunes. I purchased it. Um, well, Mike, this was great. I always like sitting here with you and well, but doing the first listen. It's such a funny thing because the first two songs we were both kind of like, nah. 
the Sambora song and then World on Fire, which she wrote. Yeah, I thought it was gonna. I thought it was just gonna be a tankaroo the whole time, like generic rock nonsense. Yeah, and, yes. uh, and she found her way. Kent Wells, man, good for Kent Wells. Yep. And again, if you whittled this down to fifteen songs, yeah, I think you get a killer album. No doubt, here. there's no doubt about it. Yeah, and you could still, and in those fifteen songs, you could probably have two of the originals, if not three. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I agree. I. I I, it's so funny to me that she did that bygone song, at least in the placement of the album, it's 22nd. And yeah. then after that, it's almost like she abandons the rock conceit. Yeah, it's like the rock is going to end right here. Right. She did Heartbreaker uh, after that, but everything else is still just kind of, that's, you know, look, I just played with Nikki Six. I don't need to do any more of this garbage. Right. I'm you done. know what I mean? Yeah. But I just, it's funny to me to think she, because we were weirded about a Kid Rock. The fact that she was in a room with Nikki Six, and whether, she, whether she was in the room or not is debatable. Right. But, but just a weird decision like kent wells must have a relationship with them to get john five and nikki six <laughs> maybe in there. you know what i mean well john five will play with anyone he's played with marilyn manson he doesn't care why well, I, I will say this about john five youtube has allowed me to discover that he is an incredibly talented guitarist like because he, he gets pigeonholed because of who he's played with and he had what he had to play yeah but he used to do this thing on instagram i would watch he would do it in the morning he'd be like riff uh, more good morning riff and he would play just at his kitchen table while he got a cup of coffee and you'd be like oh my christ is the most talented fucking guy I've ever seen. Yeah, he's just never, he's not a household name the way the other guitar players no. are. And but he's but again, he's rich, he's happy, and he's playing. He's not you know. even a household number. <laughs> <laughs> we never say five in this household ever. <laughs> never even bring it up. All right, Mike, let's do some promoting, and then I'm going to close out the show with a song from Dolly's last studio album from 2022. Okay. The album was called Run Rose Run. And I'm going to play the song Run. But first, okay. where can we find you? Do you Did you ever think about having a podcast? Well, I've, I have thought about it. People tell me I have a nice voice sometimes. When, I, you know, when I'm driving Uber passengers, I've had one. And actually, a woman said it to me last week, and, and uh, her boyfriend got mad at her. Because as she was getting out of the car, she goes, do you have a radio show? I said, I, I don't. She goes, you should have a podcast or something. You have a really nice voice. And, and I was did like, you oh, tell her? I know. I, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But because they were, I just dropped, I was the, they were getting out. And I, I go, oh, you're nice. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, as, as they're walking away, I hear him looking at her and he goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was like, what a dick. <laughs> what? I had a good voice. Back yeah, on. Why can't, why is he so. Because uh, people are terrible. And he's he's not comfortable in his manhood. No, not at all. I, it's, no. a, it's a terrible thing. And I will say this real quick. And I'm sure everybody heard this because it was a meme that went around years ago. You may have heard it yourself. Have you ever heard Jolene played at 33 and a third? No. Okay, you must. Uh -huh. I, I was actually going to recommend getting out of here with that, but we're going to play Run, which is great. Why Jolene at 33 and a third? What does that mean? Uh, the song Jolene yeah. slowed down to 33 and a third, okay. like instead of 45. Okay. And it's a completely different song sung by a completely different person. Jolene, but it, we'll listen to it when you and Jolene. I are done because you have to hear it. Uh, hey, my name is Mike. How are you, Mike Schmidt? I've got the 40-Year-Old Boy podcast available wherever your finer podcasts are sold or given away. You can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy.com. You can be my friend at Facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy, unless you call it X, then go to X.com slash the 40 year old boy. I'm on Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, two of which I never participate in, but please know that I will be watching you if you do. Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, Mike40YOB. You can find me on there. And I'm also at Blue Sky, and I've not posted there either and probably never will. <laughs> I only did it just to get the name. So go sure. find me at Blue Sky uh, and every Everywhere else go ahead and find me find the podcast thanks pat and mike you oh, oh hold on a second i'm sorry yeah guys can we help you what's going on david maybe you can help me without uh going back and listening to the lyrics sure what's up travis you know what do we want to do everything in unison <clears throat> well, or do you want to you want to swap back and forth well how about if i take the first two lines and then you take the next two and we just rock on from there all right, good call, guys. Good that, call. That sounds a billion times better than any of the other ones we've heard, to the point where now that I'm hearing it, that might have been real. It might have been real. They just had the tape going. I'm not kidding. I mean, that really, that sounds like Maybe it when been he real. clears his throat, it is real. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but but also, then, then we rock on. From, his voice is singing. We rock Dave's, on. He should read audiobooks, but he yeah. can't sit still. No. <laughs> he get to the table of contents, do a somersault. <laughs> All right, David. David, this is audio. David, get back in the chair. David, could you get back in the chair, please? rocksolidpodcast.com patreon.com forward slash rocksolidpodcast at rocksolidshow on Twitter and on Instagram. And with that, thank you, Mike. Thanks, dude. And you're going to hear a little bit of Dolly's last album, Run, Rose, Run. What do you think of this? Here we go. Mics are going to be going off. 
Catch your breath, no 